Hi friends, welcome back. It's Jessica. I'm so eager to share with you just a topic that has meant so much to me lately. And, and I've been exploring. It's close to my heart. And this is the idea of the brave journey within discovering the power of embodied shalom. This notion deeply rooted in ancient tradition holds the profound significance of what it means to live peace, to permeate peace in our contemporary life, offering us a pathway to holistic healing and just well-being and beauty and all the things. So if you're like me, I heard this term and I was like, I love it, but let me make sure I understand it. When we talk about embodied shalom, we understand that shalom is the Hebrew word encapsulating this idea of peace. And so when we think about that, it's not just the, the absence of conflict, right? It's the peace that permeates every aspect of our being from our inner emotions to our relationships to our outlook on the world. And that comes from this idea of being yoked, being one, being um, in, in, with divine presence. And so this embodied shalom is about living, being, feeling, it's that mind, body, soul, strength, right? This profound peace in every aspect of our lives, from our actions, our emotions, our thoughts, our physical sensations. It's about acknowledging that our bodies are not just biological entities or a brain on a stick, but sacred vessels of experience and connection. And so I want to also explore today um, how this intersects with courage, which is at the heart of our podcast, right? Living embodied or living in an embodied state of shalom is, I believe, an act of immense courage. It takes courage to live present to it all in peace with it all, despite our fragmented, disconnected, disjointed, chaotic world. And we know that things are gonna come at us and we're going to have all the feelings, right? It's not about shutting the feelings down. It's about living embodied and knowing that we can turn to divine present, that whole presence, that holistic peace, which is undeniably brave, even in the midst of the hardest of circumstances, and to stand apologetically in the truth, even when the tide is against us. I just find this so inviting and so hopeful. I think it is so much of what we talk about in the psychology of hope. And positive psychology is that things can happen to us and yet we can stand firm in the divine knowledge that this is temporary, that deep within our souls and our beings is this, this divine design 
embodied presence. And so I, I want to think about how these two concepts um, relate. I just kind of did. But um, I think there is a real desire for all of us, for so many of us, as we face external challenges, as we stand up to adversity, as we experience trauma, as we you know experience the world around us, as we you know look at our fear in the face, we have... A, a, a real choice. And in the choice is the choice to choose to stay with the feeling, to stay with all of it, to embody that peace that you know you will get through this, that you know that this is here now for a moment. And this really, I have to say, this isn't a fleeting moment of calm or serenity um, or even courage, but a profound rooted sense of what this means in our lives of balance, of intertwining the physical and the um, metaphysical, uh, our emotional and spiritual selves. And here's the deal, we know there's such a challenge <laughs> in this, right? Because living in this world, we will never release our emotions. We, will, we shouldn't, right? We should never get rid of that internal alarm system that signals us to danger. We won't be without struggles. And I believe that the, 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 the courage is in acknowledging them, in feeling them, in embracing them. Whether that's our emotions or inner Demons, I've, I've never said that. I, that that feel, felt, but it was the only thing I could think of. Or maybe it's questioning our unconscious bias or those belief systems that are so rooted deep within us and, and inviting in this experience. It's about living and recognizing in the chaos we have a choice. Um, I, we're going to get to this in the next podcast, so sorry. Pretend like you haven't heard this. But I'm so fascinated by Christian mysticism as well. Well, mysticism in general. Um, and we know that this also has deep resonance um, in our search for wholeness, in the sacredness of the body, in the deep inner peace, in the journey, and with, in living authentically, in healing and restoration. So we're going to really get into that. But embodied shalom, if we think about it, seeks the healings of wounds and restoration to a state of wholeness. And we do that through God's love in mysticism. And that, that, that we are not here on earth. We are spiritual beings in a, 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 a state here on earth. We seek healing and renewal. When we're living in body, we're living authentically, and we all value that journey inward. Well, value, we know the, we know the importance of that. And I also want to talk about a bit about physical courage and shalom. Because this embodiment involves our physical bodies. We are embodied 
in our bodies. And I want you to think about what that might look like for you. It might be yoga. It might be dance. It might be, how do you feel your bodies? How are you present to your body? And how do you express that sense of inner peace even when your brain's going crazy, even when your body doesn't feel right? The courage here is to reconnect Right? I always say to catch yourself on the bounce, to reconnect with our bodies, especially in a society that fosters, encourages, only supports disconnection. And I love this idea of spiritual courage. Is that an idea? Did I just make that up? I, I'm not really sure. Um, but it's about navigating our depths. And when I was finishing up undergrad, I wanted to study depth psychology a Jungian exploration into the depths of our inner being, but more importantly, I'm just fascinated by our shadow selves. You've heard me talk about this um, before. But the journey of finding embodied shalom requires us to dive deep into our spiritual selves our beliefs, our values, what it looks like to confront our doubts, to be honest about our doubts, to embrace our faith, to be honest about God, to connect with something greater. And, and that might, you might not call it God or Jesus or it might be for you a higher power, but it, it is about discovery. The spiritual realm demands its own form of courage. Our spiritual selves demand that. One that pushes us to ask big and deep and meaningful questions and to seek profound answers. Oh, I just love this, to talk about this. And then we also know that there is such transformation or transformative power, I should say, in this I, intention. We know that intention is powerful. And perhaps you set an intention for your day or your meditation practice or your yoga practice. When we make an intention to live in shalom, embodied shalom, or to even explore that, because let's be honest, I'm constantly like drawn out. I'm angry, <laughs> right? I'm fearful. But my choice on the other side of that is to say, Dear God, what do you want? What is my option in this? What do I want? What do I need? What do, what do I ask for? That takes courage. Um, so when we are setting our intention, that's real courage. It's a daily commitment. That's one of the four pillars of the cycle of courage. When we prioritize, inner peace despite what is happening, when we prioritize the peace in our bodies, even when there is turmoil and strife, every time we choose peace, we are choosing a different script. We are choosing a, 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 to fortify our sanctuary within us. And I believe this encourages or empowers, creates a ripple effect of embodied shalom. And it's beautiful. When we cultivate this inner sanctuary, sanctuary, 
it changes us and it changes others. It changes our families, it changes the people we're close to, it changes our friends. It doesn't just benefit us. The, I, I don't know if I would call it tranquility. The peace radiates, touching the lives of, of those around us. I think so much about, you, you might have seen this in my Instagram stories. Um, I love people. I love to hear their stories. I love to connect with them. Um, and I'm really great at being present to them when I'm with them. And then, you know, I, I uh, as my dear friend once said, like, I'm really great when I'm with you. And then I, I sometimes forget, or I'm not good at reconnecting, right? Um, and but but I had this delightful experience of recognizing what it's like to radiate embodied shalom. I it had been two years post COVID, and I was on the intercom at the Starbucks, and I hadn't been there in a while because it's farther from my house. It was near where I was working at the time, or doing a lot of work at the Starbucks, and um, I heard this voice and is like. Is that the redhead that radiates positivity? It was so cute. And I was like, yes, it is. Or there's another one. I hope there's many in this world. But people need that. They remember that. I remember it when people radiate that. So how do we incorporate this into our daily rhythm, our daily lives? I have some options for you, but I want you to explore and I'm revealing the challenge so you can think about it, but those of you that love the weekly challenges, and I so appreciate you guys when you reach out to me and tell me about how, what you're doing with the challenge. It means so much, so thank you. Continue to do that, um, but choose maybe one of these and or uh, try all of them. I'm going to try I don't know. I'm, let's be honest, I'm kind of coming up with them on the fly, so we'll see if there's seven of them. But we're going to figure out and just choose what it's going to be like. So um, I love mindfulness practices. So choose a mindfulness practice. Um, maybe it's meditation for two minutes or five minutes. It offers really that gateway deeply into our inner state fostering serenity. I might do um, the mindful eating um, of raisins. Who, choosed, who chooses raisins? I don't know. It's just always raisins. I think they're cheap and they're easy to hand out. I might do something different to mix it up, chocolate or something. Um, so that's one. Let's remember that. Number two, um, it is movement and so it's physical movement that might be dance that might be walking a mindful walk it might be yoga for you choose something that that reconnects you into your body into your space into the here now that unity and peace so that's number two number three is really fostering connections think of a relationship that uplifts you that anchors you Engage in conversations that are meaningful, that are that matter, that aren't just superficial but touch the soul. I think about this. Um, I I know she doesn't listen to podcasts, but I, I'm still going to talk uh, about her. Um, 
she, we, uh, we are doing a stitching group, a knitting group, but it really it's crafting, right? And so she um, is the deepest, dearest soul. And when I see her, I see all that is, that there is, and the potential for connection. I don't know why this is making me so, um, so moved because we often engage in like, hey, how are you? And we don't st stop and ask. So I think the third option to really integrate embodied shalom in our life is nurturing connections. Then four, I think it's daily rituals. And so it might be centering prayer, lighting a candle, like, you know, taking five deep breaths. You might just, you know, here's the deal. You might have an uh, Apple watch or a watch of some kind and just want it to tell you when to breathe three times a day. Any small, meaningful ritual that, or maybe it's holding hands and feeling the hands of the people around you right before dinner. If it's people you know and you've washed your hands, I don't know. But like a prayer, um, like my morning always starts with a prayer or taking intentional breaths. So what, so those, was that for meditation, mindfulness, physical movement, nurturing connections, daily rituals, four options. But here's the deal, you might come up with others. So tell me what it's like. Tell me what you're doing. Maybe it's 10 minutes a day. Maybe it's 10 minutes once this week. Maybe, I, I thought of another option, I'm sorry. Five, art of some kind. Feel it, feel the song, the, the, the art, the, beauty in um, knitting, I don't know. So that's five, I just thought of that. You're welcome, I always, but please, if you think of some, offer them to, to the community, to me, I'm so grateful. And so what we're gonna do through these moments is celebrate our bodies, the peace that we feel in these small moments. Because here's the deal, we're not gonna decide one day to be completely embodied of our shalom <laughs> and, um, and d d you know, notice the light within everybody and uh, be completely at peace. We're going to choose the small moments. We're going to practice those. And that small moment will go for an hour and that hour will go for two hours. And we're just going to start building the moments and then we're going to catch ourselves on the bounce each time. And the more that we practice these, um, integrations and these practices, the better we get at going back to that. And so as we wrap up today's conversation, I wanna remind each of you that courage and embodied shalom are two sides of the same coin, really. While the journey within requires a courage, it also offers the profound experience of embodied shalom, abiding peace. And my hope for each of you is that you find the courage to try the challenge, to live embodied, to decide that you want to change the script, to find the courage within and let it guide you into your own state of embodied shalom.
I think about sometimes the bravest journey is the one we take within. I've said this before. Towards the space of unity, of resilience, of grit, of peace, of embodied shalom. And so until next time, I love you all. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great and courageous week. May you live with courage and embrace the divine, the profound peace that comes and that awaits you. I love you all. Have a great and courageous day. See ya.